All right, we are back. Get up here. We are just getting ourselves together. I don't know why I'm not sitting down. <laughs> oh, we are live above. <laughs> oh, live TV. We are Thank live God. above the Heineken River deck at Pier 17. We've got some drama to get into, and we will in a moment, but we'll start with first impressions. NFL Final Four weekend. What are we looking for right off the bat from each of these teams? Neek, what are you looking for in Kansas City at the beginning of this game? If the Chiefs are able to run the ball, they don't have to be great at it, but they need to be effective. Take pressure off of that offensive line and not be reliant on those receivers against the dynamic secondary of uh, the Ravens. So if they can run the ball successfully, get three, get four yards. We don't need big plays, but something to allow those tackles to take a break and to allow those receivers to not feel like they need to catch make tough catches when Patrick sends it to him. How about on the other side? Uh, Swagoo, Ravens, what are you looking for from them early? How will they handle pressure from Steve Spagnola? And will yeah. Steve Spagnola bring pressure when Lamar Jackson is standing in the shotgun? And if Lamar Jackson's legs become definite early, then that's trouble. That spells trouble. What happened in the second half is they had answers to get the ball out of his hands quickly, but also he went to his legs and we saw him turn out a lot of yards. If he handles pressure, we could be in for Lamar Jackson having one of those performances that we talk about for a long, long time. All right, to the NFC. Kmart, you will be covering the Lions this weekend. What will you be watching for? Greeny, I want to see if Aiden Hutchinson and this Lions pass rush can actually make Brock Purdy uncomfortable in the pocket. Listen, I just watched that Bucks game. They had Baker in a blender. Now, when you look at Purdy, if there's no Debo Samuel, they average 10 points less per game on offense. And Purdy makes a lot of mistakes when Devo's not on the field. So this could be critical. Mm. And then, Jeff, how about their counterparts? What are you watching for in San Francisco? They got to stop the run. Listen, you talk about Chase Young, Bosa, Armstead. Hey, Warner, Greenland, y'all better lock it down in there because the Packers, Aaron Jones averaged six yards a clip. You want to know how you were successful? You may, you stay two-dimensional. If Detroit can run the ball with Gibbs and Montgomery, it opens up St. Brown, Reynolds, Laporta. Everything is open and everything's an option. You have got to make them one-dimensional, and they have not done a good job with it. They had to improve. All right, so we've got all those to look forward to this weekend, but then I promised you a solution, and I'm going to give it to you here. Now, if you're paying attention to this, for those of you just joining us at the top of the hour, we got major dysfunction in Dallas. We got C.D. Lamb's mother on Facebook saying, Dak isn't it, and suggesting the Cowboys need to get rid of him. We got Dak's brother, Tad, on X, saying, Cowboys fans, trust me, if I could get Dak to leave Dallas, I would. We got Micah Parsons' brother, Terrence, saying that Dak needs to take a team-friendly deal, posting on X that Dak should, quote, take 40 million or pack your bags. We got major drama and we have no one it seems coming out and defending Dak. Even Micah Parsons when he sort of disassociated himself from his brother's comments doesn't mention Dak. He said any comments made by Terrence Parsons Jr. are his and his alone. As you know if I have something to say I'm not afraid to say it. I love my team. My brother's on my team in the city of Dallas and I'm more committed than ever to bring a championship to the greatest fan base on earth. I actually like that a lot. I, I know we didn't come to you're, that. You're good with it. I yeah. do, but I, th- I think he did He did what a teammate should do. He immediately stepped up and disassociated himself with, that ain't me. If I want to say it, I'm going to say it. I didn't say it. My brother said it. I appreciate true, that. True, because Micah does talk a lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. he, no, he does talk a lot. But if somebody said, 
Jeff Saturday, you got to get up, get up off that get up set because because those guys ain't it. Yeah. And then you tweet, well, and they're like Dominique Foxworth, he's terrible. And you're like, well, I like all my teammates, they're yeah. great. Get, You'd want to be like, no, Dominique, he's he's wonderful. I, I, I appreciate that, but he did something. The owner didn't do nothing. Nobody right. else Nobody did, else did right. anything. At least he did something. By the way, <laughs> anybody would say anything so absurd. <laughs> hilarious. So, so, <laughs> but to Kimberly's point, something is better than nothing. Right. But no one has gone out and done everything. Right. And I'm going to tell you who should. And that is Dak Prescott. There is no human being in the history of the National Football League. They've been playing this game for 103 years, 104 years. No one has ever had the leverage that Dak Prescott Ooh, has. Ooh, I like it. His cap hit next season is $59 million, and that's the last year of his deal. He has, he has a, a no franchise tag clause. He has final authority on all trades. He has total control in a way that no football player ever has, including people who are free agents. Yeah. Free agents don't get to choose. They don't get to set their own market. His is already set at $59 million. Mm. So Dak needs to walk into Jerry Jones's office and say, this is where I want to go. Trade me there now. And Jeff, you know exactly where that should be. The Atlanta Falcons. Do it. Oh, today. today. Go in there with the papers today. Let's get this thing fast forwarded. <laughs> go down. You got plenty of talent. You have hopefully Bill Belichick is going to be the coach or somebody's going to be in there to make this and turn this. But they, they play good on defense. They have weapons on offense. And you're talking about a guy who's going to walk in and command that type of that type of energy. And you're in the NFC South. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to knock conferences but I, or divisions, but I will say it, it They're tends, bad. It, it tends <laughs> to be a little The easier. champion of the division was 9-8. Yeah. 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 I, I don't want to take a shot. But, yeah, exactly. Like, if you're 9-7, okay, that's our that's our mark. Let's go get this thing. And so, if, I, if I'm Dak Prescott, this is my – I just hand it to Jerry. After what they've yeah. had there, you don't think they're going to give him the contract that he wants? Wouldn't Atlanta give him that contract in the blink Today. of an eye? Arthur Blink. Today. Dak Today. Prescott. Dak Prescott, Marcus, should absolutely want out of there. He has put up with all the nonsense in the world. The value of being – being the, the quarterback of the Cowboys at some point reaches a limit, and I think it has done that. I think it has begun to outlive its usefulness, and I think he needs to say, you guys are going to miss me when I'm gone. Deuces. And get the hell out of here. Deuces. Deuces. Deuces, baby. Deuces. What do you think? With his swagoo. On his finger. Yeah. I, it doesn't work quite as well when you have the little paper <laughs> thing on my book. Go. Swagoo. Go. Gee, first of all, I, I, I love your energy. I love yes. your energy, but Dak would be out of his damn mind to leave <laughs> Dallas, man. Look, the, one day paid him. They're going to pay him again. All right? He's had a tremendous amount of success. We know the cachet that comes along with playing quarterback, and it ain't like the dude can't win. I'm telling y'all, these emotional, visceral reactions from family members are based on them watching the game and, and, and just taking that particular game and saying what they need to say. I'm of the narrative that I have to see Dak Prescott. I said it before the season started. We talked about it. Dallas season doesn't start until the playoffs. That is the question now for Dak Prescott. We've had these type of questions about four quarterbacks uh, before. We've had questions if they can win playoff games. Lamar is just o- overcoming the questions of what is he in the playoffs? Can he really do it? He's Boy, doing it now. So, Marcus, look, Marcus, Marcus, I'm sorry. I this have is to stop com- you. This is not about how good he is or isn't. If one of your teammates had a family member post, Marcus Spears needs to take much less money than he is going to get or pack your bags and no one said anything. So what? How would you react? What do you mean, so what? This is Gee, supposed to be so the leader what? of the team. So He's not what? being completely undermined Number by this? One. 
Number one, number one, your family member can't throw a damn ball from one toe to the next. The second thing is your family member don't know the pressure that comes with playing the quarterback position in the NFL, not just the Dallas Cowboys. I don't give a damn about what your family. That's like us coming on TV and saying, Foxy, that dude said, that dude on Twitter yeah. said you trash. You should want to go to another network and the work same. there. For what? He don't yeah, know how hard it is. I don't give a damn about that. If Dak Prescott feels like this, all right, to, I will go here. If Dak Prescott feels like he doesn't have the support in the building right, from Jerry it. Jones, does from he, his teammates, that's the conversation he can have. Does he have, have that you support? Ask for a trade. You tell us. You know it better than we do. Does, does he have that support from ownership and his teammates? I think he has the support from ownership. I'm a believe when 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 they when they don't cut him a check or don't want to, I'll go there with them. The teammate thing, I've said it. I'm concerned because nobody specifically has come out and said Dak is that guy. He's our guy. We going forward yeah. with Dak. We believe we can win. That's the I, biggest indictment on this whole conversation. <laughs> if he's asking for a trade because of that. Then, hey, I guess so. I think Marcus's point about it just being family members popping off is a fair one if we talk about that in isolation. Yes. I think those are symptoms of a larger problem. And the fact that they're not reacting, the fact that Jerry Jones, like, kind of messed around with his contract, gave us great content for weeks and weeks. However, that's not how people traditionally treat their all-star, Super Bowl, all-pro level, MVP conversation uh, quarterbacks. That's not how you do it. Yep. And it feels like the, the feeling around that organization and around that team is not like Dak is a franchise quarterback, which to me is unusual. Is for any quarterback, let alone one that is probably the best in the entire conference. Yeah. yeah let me, can I say this too? Like this no. whole idea, like what, what Swagoo was talking about, and, and he may just be talking about this this year. But this idea that the Cowboys' season starts in the playoffs. Welcome to when I was in elementary school. That is not the truth. They have never, they have never been the playoff team that we're talking about, except in the 90s when Jimmy Johnson was their coach. Yeah. Okay? They are not that same squad. They are building to become that squad. They have not been, they are not the Kansas City Chiefs. They are not the Patriots. They are right. not any of those common so that we act like what he's done has been inefficient or not good enough. He has won games and put them in these situations. That's the part that I think is silly to just talk about. It only starts there. It does not. That's fair. The season matters. That's fair. But, again, I think it's peripheral to this part of it. So, let, let me come to my psychology major over here. Okay? So, what is the psychology of this? Everyone, it, 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 it's not just fan. These are not randos on Twitter tweeting not, nasty randos. things at you. I'm having You're a very killing it today. Day. I, I love it. I love I it. Yeah. But, but yeah, th these, th these are family members, and no one is defending him. And I feel like they – I do not feel like that would happen in most other places. No. That wouldn't happen in Buffalo with no, Josh Allen. Listen. It wouldn't happen in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. That stuff wouldn't happen to elite-level quarterbacks no. in their own locker room. And I think that's the point. So when Marcus says it's just the – you know, you just don't pay attention to the family, I get that in isolation. But the, the Cowboys have never operated in a way that you see Buffalo operate, where Josh Allen, even before Stephon Diggs got there, even when Josh was throwing interceptions, they are ride or die. They are like, we will ride that roller coaster. We don't yeah. care because that is our guy. I love the way Buffalo loves Josh Allen. I would love for Dallas to love Dak the same way. And if it's a question of people don't think teammates or front office people don't think he can win you a Super Bowl, 
then trade him it away. It goes back to Jerry, I think. And 100%. it's like when other teams have a quarterback come up, we don't hear much about it. It gets done before it's even yes. a conversation. Even with Lamar, where it got messy again, but what was John Harbaugh saying the whole time? We're going to get this done. Yes. That's our quarterback. And I think that Jerry has set this expectation. And I think some of us around in the media are also responsible for pretending like their losses don't have any context. And I think this is why people get upset when we have the Josh Allen conversation is no one is going to say about Dak Prescott that it's anyone else's responsibility in these big games to show him the support that he needs. He's not great enough to just put a whole team on his back. Nobody is except for Patrick Mahomes. And he is great enough to win if they get the support, but not if they don't respect him. Again, to me, this isn't even about the team or his Agreed. play. But if, if we're going to go there, they lost that game more than anything because their defense was humiliated. Oh, yeah. Their That's defense got their, got their behind that's why, to that's them why Mike's the, brother should not be tweeting. That's why City's mom should not be on Facebook. I understand it's the emotion. Marcus is upset. But there's so much blame scratching. to go around with this team. Marcus is scratching his head in an angry fashion. Go ahead, Marcus. Why? See, see, because this this goes back to what we talked about with Josh Allen. We all know football has a lot of moving parts. We all know it takes everybody. But if you want us to talk about one quarterback in one vein, we going to – well, for me, I ain't going to even say us. I'm going to talk about all of them in that vein. All right. right. I saw – the reason why let – me, let me make this statement. The reason why people say and talk about Josh Allen the way they talk about him is because he went on the road in Kansas City and went toe-to-toe and should have won a football game. Mm-hmm. He played at a very high level. We haven't seen that outside of the Tampa game, which we know Tampa was struggling with Dak mm-hmm. Prescott. This is not about oh. Dak Prescott not being a good quarterback when we start talking about the playoffs. This is about his performances – in situations where they need to be at a very so, high level and they haven't been. I'm with if you, he would have went toe-to-toe with Can I interrupt Luck? for one go second? Ahead, go ahead. Because go ahead. we did. We, Sorry. We, we, it's we did. It's official. We did, see, it. we did see Dak go toe-to-toe with Aaron Rodgers and play good enough to win until Aaron Rodgers threw that incredible pass on the sideline. We saw that happen in that situation, but we don't extend again. That was in the divisional round. We saw him score, lead three scoring drives in the fourth quarter as a damn rookie. And then Aaron Rodgers did something absurd, and we washed that away. So that's the type of context that we are talking about. So maybe he's not as good as Josh Allen. That's fine. This conversation isn't about how good he is. This conversation is about how he should be treated and he should not be treated the way that he is being treated right now because no quarterback gets treated like that Marcus. even bums don't get treated like <laughs> that how because is he being teammate. treated how is he being I, I, treated i'll explain to you are we, when are we literally no, i'm not talking about us when his contract was up jerry jones just strung it along in a way that no one does franchise quarterbacks and suggest that maybe they're going to move Foxy, on and that we includes get- we go just ahead, Marcus, saw the, we just saw the Baltimore Ravens tell Lamar Jackson go look for a trade. And, and that, Lamar Jackson finna win his second MVP. He agreed. was an MVP before that. It's and not no, something Lamar, that happens often. There, okay. If if Lamar Jackson being treated fairly is the benchmark, then we are out of our. We, we can't have a conversation. I agree no, with you. What they did to Lamar Jackson was every not. Every one of these circumstances not, are different. But, but, but Marcus, there's something similar about these saying. two circumstances. Here's what I'll say. This isn't about how good he is or isn't. When you played with Tony Romo, you've pointed it out. Romo was a lightning rod. I was covering the sport at the time. There were a lot of Romo was so great, look at his numbers, and there were a lot of he doesn't rise one. in the big one. 
Did you or anyone else in the locker room ever take shots or condone shots being taken at him from the inside? It's one thing for those dopes, Mike and Mike on the radio, to be criticizing or questioning how good he really is, and it's another thing if it's coming from inside. I remember it. What, didn't, didn't, when he got hurt, didn't Terrell Owens stand there crying and saying, that's my quarterback defending him? Where are the people standing yep. there crying <laughs> for Dak Prescott and saying, that's my quarterback? Where is that? G, I have I have said a number of times the and to everybody's point, the silence is deafening. If we right. take anything out of this conversation, it's because CeeDee Lamb and Michael Parsons has not specifically came to the defense of Dak Prescott. I agree with y'all. And that Jones. is a problem. But I don't want to sit on TV and talk about how Dak is being treated. Dak was given $200 million. He's about to make 59. That is how you treat it in the NFL. When we all walked out of them buildings, Jeff Saturday, Dominique Foxworth, myself, any football player, the game went on. It went on. Yeah. Them people are there to do a job. They there to win games. They there to you. You get paid based on your performances. Dak has got well compensated for what he's been able to do. So regardless of all this conversation about what's been happening to him and how he's been treated and what took so long to get the contract, they paid him. You know why they paid him? Because he's a really good quarterback in the NFL. And at the end of the day, the paychecks and the way you gonna support your family is how they prove to you that you have value so I don't disagree with you on that point but I will say something there's something different about the quarterback position we talk about them differently we teach we treat them differently as much as we want to pretend like we all are the same the quarterbacks have a different level of power and garner whether they deserve it or not a different level of respect but I'm not even asking for quarterback levels of respect no one would do this to anybody that's on their team you would not and they can't control the family members I get it I, and I'm not saying that those things in isolation are as much as a problem it's a symptom of what I think is an issue you can't have a locker room led by a quarterback where people don't seem to have his back that that's the problem. And that's where that's where the bottom line is for me. I, think I don't I'm like that. That's, that's nasty business. That's nasty business. You. I would not I'm allow my family or friends. And I can't stop them. They do it. I'm coming out immediately Absolutely. and saying, no, nah, that's nonsense. Marcus Spears, I'm 100% I love him. With He you. worked hard. He the greatest analyst I ever seen in my damn life. That's what I'm saying. I think Marcus said the best point of wit. I'm not sure. We're not sure about how the teammates feel. Like, is there right. the, the defensive deck is missing? And I think that that's the is problem. the Jerry. issue. Jerry, yeah. Well, that's yeah. what I'm, that's what I'm seeing. Yeah. So, Jeff, let it me ask you a question. Own, it's, no. it's beyond just the, the players, obviously, be a good teammate, go do that. We all understand that part. But the owner, this is the man, this is the face of your franchise. You, look, listen, I, I, I was a really good center. You would never get it mixed up who the face of the Indianapolis Colts was, <laughs> right. right? I went to set you with Pro Bowls together, all that kind of thing. I can assure you, you saw pictures of my shoes. That was it, <laughs> right? Like, that's what it is. When the face of your organization is attacked, you as an owner step in and say, Whatever is being said, he is our guy. This is what we're going to do. This is complete nonsense. We're going to fix this in-house. Jerry talks all the time. Now's when you're going to be silent. Steve, now is when Steven's going to be silent. Like, these dudes can't get in front of a mic enough until <laughs> this happens. Like, that's the part that offends me, right? Is that Because to your point, it, it, how he gets treated, he gets paid. But there's also yeah. a level of confidence that you put behind your guy when you say, and by the way, Swagoo, they said it to Mike McCarthy. 
He's our guy, right? Like, like Jerry said after what, two days? Yeah. It was two days. Hey, Tuesday. McCarthy's my guy. We're gonna ride, we're gonna run this thing back. Okay, so it's been two days. You better get on a microphone somewhere and go, Dak is my guy. And it's not just the money, but it is the support that you're putting behind him. Final word and quickly, Marcus, I just Jeff, have 20 what, seconds. Go. Jeff, what you just said is a fair expectation because Jerry talks all the time. All the I time. I agree with that. Yeah. All right, but I'm but yeah, all the time. And I get that because I had somebody text me like, what what Jerry's supposed to do? Well, it's because he always talking. That's why people right. expect mm -hmm. him to come to the defense. But here's the other thing, man. Like, I, I'm okay with how people feel about this Dak Prescott situation. My thing is, to hell with these people, family members, when you start talking yeah, about football. That. They don't play. I agree with that 100%. Okay, we'll leave it there. I, I ripped up my uh, tease, so I don't know what's coming up next. Someone roll something and I'll figure it out. Oh, the time for joshing around is over in Buffalo. Amid all the debate, we'll give you the worst news of all for the biggest of the bills that's on the way. You're watching Get Up on ESPN. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. After all that yelling, can we just feast our eyes on this for a moment? The athleticism yeah. of a man named Zion. Wow. Oh, oh, my goodness. Marcus, come on. What is that? Man, I, I mean, unbelievable. I just, I want Zion to have the career that I'm dreaming yeah. of for mm -hmm. him. 
because this is what we should be blessed with on a night in and night out basis. This is the unbelievable kid I saw in South Carolina as a high schooler, and it's been like this for a long time, G. Is, I want is, him to dominate the NBA, man. Is he a lefty? Is he a lefty? Because if he's not a lefty and he caught that yeah. with a, that is. He a lefty. Yeah, he is. He's left handed. That is a nat. That is. Fair enough. You're right. I could do it with my dominant hand. Yeah, my right hand, I got it. So, what you're taking from that is that he does it with his lefty dominant hand. Me, the catch, the dunk. We got good hoops tonight. Rivals Week tonight. KD and the Suns, Luca and the Mavs, 8 30 Eastern on ABC. Plus, you get Wemby taking on the Thunder, 9 30 Eastern on ESPN. Good night of basketball coming your way tonight. Meanwhile, great weekend of football is on the way, but we will not see the Bills. The time for joshing around is over in Buffalo. But you haven't heard the really bad news yet. You will right after this. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Bottom of the hour, get up with you here on ESPN. Time for DraftKings Sportsbook Predictions brought to you by DraftKings. Jeff. Patrick Mahomes, more or less 248 and a half passing yards on Sunday. I'm going under here. I think it's going to be a very efficient game for the Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to have to run Pacheco quite a bit, and I don't think they're going to need the 248 if they end up winning this game. So I'm going to say under, not because there's an indictment on Mahomes. Huh. I think they want to stay away from that. Interesting prediction. Uh, Dominique, same game. Will Lamar Jackson have more or less than 59 and a half rushing yards? I'm going to go under. It seems like Lamar lately has not been trying to make the big play with the run. Even when he does run, he looks to be kind of uh, cautious in the efforts, which I appreciate. And I think the Chiefs are going to try to force him to throw. The problem with going under, though, is it just takes one play. Yeah. Lamar could do that in any given play. Yeah. But I think he's likely to stay in the pocket this game. That is his preference. Well, those are two predictions that surprised me, to be honest with you. Let's try a third. Swagoo, Brock Purdy, more or less 261 and a half passing yards against Detroit. I got less, G, and it's because Christian McCaffrey plays on this team. Now, <laughs> it could be with a run after the catch if Debo is back or Christian McCaffrey. But I think Kyle Shanahan has learned throughout these playoffs where he can dominate, and that's the line of scrimmage and in the run game. Brock is going to make some plays, but I think CMC would be featured out of the backfield. All right, not a lot of offense in the predictions today. Don't forget on DraftKings Sportsbook, this NFL playoffs, new customers can bet $5 and pocket $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Download the app, use the promo code GETUP when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Meanwhile, another year in the crown is not his. Josh Allen in Buffalo. The disappointment continues after being eliminated by Kansas City. Again, Patrick Mahomes. Again, yesterday, so much conversation continued about Josh Allen, including unprompted Mel Kuyper here on Get Up. 
And when you hear blame and Josh Allen, it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Josh Allen was daggone near perfect in that game. So people said the last drive, last time I checked, he got him in field goal range for a makeable field goal. Last time I checked, he might have had a touchdown pass to Shakir had it not been hit as he was throwing that football. This guy played his tail off, did everything he could, and anybody that associates blame with Josh Allen is nuts. <laughs> Let the record show that we didn't Fired up. We didn't ask him about Josh Allen. He wasn't Allen. even on that no. Josh Allen segment. He took that one himself <laughs> yeah. um, and went there. But it just goes to show you, I mean, he, is, he has become a player that people have very strong opinions on, and that's all well and good. And I think almost everyone, well, certainly everyone here has had a chance to voice those. So I'm then, Marcus, going to say something really bad. Uh -oh. If you're the Buffalo Bills fans, if you're the Bills Mafia, you haven't even heard the worst news yet, which is, I believe, and Kmart, I think you tiptoed up to this, they're going to have multiple windows with Josh Allen as their quarterback. He's going to be a star for 15 years. Mm -hmm. But this particular one is closed. This group that went out and mm -hmm. got Stefan Diggs, who put him over the top, he's 30. Go show me the receiver who, after the age of 30, re-elevated. Mm -hmm. Von Miller, he brought, came in here to win a Super Bowl. They're going to need to retool. They got contract issues. They're going to be great again. Josh Allen may very well win a Super Bowl some point in his career. But they're going to have to get worse before they get better again, regardless of what they say. That's what I think in Buffalo. What do you think? Yeah, you're probably right. But we have the Chiefs example as one that can fight back. And the Chiefs got out early on, uh, on um, Hill, and they brought in players. But this is the point that I try to make anytime we have conversations about should you pay the quarterback. The answer is you got a good quarterback. The answer is always yes, you pay the quarterback. But now it's on the front office. You need to do your job. You need to yeah. find some hits in the draft. Yeah. Yeah. You need to find free agents. Like having the crutch of a quarterback on a rookie deal is not an excuse. And obviously Josh Allen's not on a rookie deal anymore. But in order to win, don't blame the quarterback for taking up too much of the cap. Blame yourself for not hitting in the draft. So right now, that is what Bean's going to have to do along with the rest of the front office and the coaching staff. Find players and coach them up, and you will be Super Bowl contenders for the entirety of Josh Allen's career. Yeah, I mean, I, I, again, I'm not talking about them becoming the worst team in the NFL, but I think that this group, they should have won it by now. They had chances. Right. They didn't get it done. There's going to have to be a new group of players around Josh Allen Agreed. that are going to win it. Now, can they get them immediately? They better. God bless them. That, that, that's yeah. a heck of a thing to try. They'll put another team around him again that will be good enough to win. But I think this group has gone as far as it's going to go. Yeah, I, I think they missed an opportunity with adding a receiver at the trade deadline that kind of put, put a, could have been a benefit for them if, heading into this offseason. But when you're talking about Diggs and even the relationship between Diggs and Allen, which we have no idea where that thing really stands so as they're progressing forward I think the injuries on the defensive side and the age of their safeties like there's a lot of things that are going to go on for this football team where they'll be able to have money don't forget man Green Bay you talked about Kansas City Green Bay just did this there are team they can figure this out and I think yeah and and and, and listen I think the bones in Buffalo are good enough to continue winning and it's a large part because of Josh Allen. I mean we just watch that play over and over again that that's the game I mean, that, that, that right that's there, a, any a of those catch, that they though. hit, it's that's a hard a, it catch. Is catch. It but is you know what? That's why he's there. I'm with you. C.D. Lamb is a number one receiver. A.J. Brown is a number one receiver. Stephon Diggs is a number one receiver. Yeah. I heard their general manager say it yesterday. Yeah. Look at that throw. I'm you think with it's you. a hard catch. Is it a hard throw? Yeah, absolutely. It's a hard throw, right, yeah. on a, on a five-degree day with 20-mile-an-hour winds? Yeah. He couldn't have handed it to him any better. The coverage is good. Allen threw that pass yards. 63 yards in the air in that weather on that day. Th that, that's the ball game, and Sherfield had two of those as well. Marcus, go. 
<laughs> Listen, man, Buffalo window will be open. The problem is, and, and the elephant in the room is the fact that Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Joe Burrow, and we'll see who Justin Herbert gets as a head coach. That's that's the problem with the window. They're mm-hmm. in windows, too. If you yeah. was telling me that Josh Allen was window. the quarterback and all he needed was, was one person to, like, jump him over the hump, cool. These games are played on the margins, and that's what sometimes right. why it's it, – why I get so mad about when we have these conversations about the quarterbacks in the AFC, Josh Allen in particular, because the games are played on the margins. Most of the time, they are going to be close. It's going to come down to either his teammates or him making a play. You know who's made those plays? Patrick Mahomes. That's why he's been to six AFC championships. His mm-hmm. teammates, they made the plays. That's why they've been at six AFC championships. When Joe, when Joe Burrow went to the uh, Super Bowl, he made the plays and his teammates made the plays. Yeah. So, look, for as much as we talk about how great Josh Allen is and how good the Buffalo Bills are, the problem with the window is four other teams in their window. And their quarterbacks, you can make an argument, are better than the quarterback in Buffalo. You can argue that about Joe Burrow. You can argue that about Lamar Jackson. You can argue – well, no argument about Patrick Mahomes. But there are (laughs) other guys with elite-level talent in the AFC that have really good teams that windows will be open as long as they are there too. Yep, and C.J. Stroud is coming, and and, yes. and Tua's still there, and Trevor Lawrence, and yeah. God help us, Aaron Rodgers next year. Go ahead, Kmart. Yeah, this was, I mean, again, I said this in week one. This is the year, because after this year, things get very difficult in Buffalo. So when you talk about the window, yeah, the window's open as long as Josh is there, but what are they going to do with the rest of the roster that is on being? All right, we'll see. In the meantime, we had earlier this morning Jeffrey handing out the pancakes. Mm-hmm. The time has now come for Swagoo's Revenge. It's time for security. Let's go. Now it is time for Swagoo's Revenge. We ain't worried about you, Let Swagoo. Let's get the security. Okay, let's go. Y'all need all the security. Hey, man, this is the guy that you got to protect. When are you supposed to pick up a flip? Lord have mercy, y'all. That is a travesty. You need new security. This is absolute malpractice. Call everybody. Do you know you in a football game? You need new security. Oh, that was so much fun. Okay. All right, again, so we had the pancakes earlier. Big fella, it is time for your revenge. Who needs new security? First of all, G, I love when you put the glasses on when we're in this segment. <laughs> all right, let's go. Uh, I picked some teams that are no longer playing anymore, some guys from some teams, because I'm going to give them love. First, we're going to start with Kalaja Kansi oh. in, in Tampa Bay. He got the Jared Goff, but this was a win. Jeff Saturday, avert your eyes. This is the guard losing a big guy and not realizing that he is playing in a football game. Kalaja Kansi was phenomenal this year. I thought he would be a really good pass rusher coming out of pit, and he told Jared Goff, you need new security. This is the worst type of security to abandon their quarterback because I'm right in your face. Next. The, the, the name, the Alafunru, the name is hard, G. Yeah. But what's not hard is the fact that we know Tampa and Baker Mayfield needed new security. First mm-hmm. of all, shout out to Aaron Glenn for making his little guys, big guys, and hitting quarterbacks over the last six weeks of the season, telling everybody, no, you don't even need security. You don't have enough because they've come scot-free and nobody has blocked them. You needed new security. Ba- Look at Baker face. Oh, damn. <laughs> I might lose this game. And last but not <laughs> At least I'm going to the Houston, Texas. I told y'all teams that have got eliminated, but there's the oh. king. This was a really good dial up by D'Amico Rines, and it's very rare that we see this happen to Lamar Jackson. I never thought I would come on TV and say, Lamar, you need new security, but you did this time because 
Nobody was there, brother. <laughs> Nobody was there to protect you. The running back tried to get over there, but his body wouldn't come over fast enough. But Lamar, you moved on. But in that particular situation, you needed new security. Jeff, get in here. Come on. Well, you see this? He's Call got the, over, the revenge. Yeah. If he Melifonwu coming untouched off the corner there. Yeah. What are you, what's that feeling like? Uh, it's, it's, there's a, there's a lot, lot of nightmares yeah. that get brought up when I see these kinds of things. And the guard getting swam right <laughs> off. Throw it. That's the first thing. Come out. Just get it. Say it right there. But when dudes are coming scot-free, you just look back at Baker Mayfield, you got to look at yourself right here, too, man. Like, look at yourself. You know that dude's coming off. Freedom. When Hutchinson goes inside, hey, some something's coming off the edge. It, it, it's just it's a nightmare. I'm just letting y'all yeah. know. When you start getting these, it's you like a swarm be your of bees security. coming at you. Swarm of bees, you don't know where you're going to get stung from. Yeah, you got to be your all own around. security. Yeah. yeah and so they needed new security. All right. Revenge has been served. Yeah. In the meantime, the conversation everywhere is about the D in Big D. It stands for dysfunction. Superstar family squabbles. Can they get it figured out? We're back at the bottom of this and more as we continue. But first, it's time for a little sneaky hembo. Next. Here we go. Who is the longest tenured quarterback in Cowboys history by seasons on the team? That's gettable, right? Neek, that one is for you. It's gettable by yeah. some people. Ooh, I doubt you. Oh, but we'll find out next. Yeah, it's only been like five of them that matter, if that. Don't get it wrong. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, so Dominique brought a little attitude when he heard the question. You seem very confident. This is not an easy one. I feel kind of disrespected. By season... (laughs) Okay, so you're making it sound like this is a very easy question. It's not very easy, but, I mean, there's only, like, five guys that it could be, and I feel confident. But there are five guys that it could be. By seasons on the team, Okay, who was the longest tenured quarterback in Cowboys history? Um, it's not Aikman. I know his career has ended a little sooner than he would have liked. Um, Dak has only been there for about eight or nine years, mm-hmm. I think. We're not going all the way back to Starback because nobody played that long. I'm thinking that it's our guy in the booth, Tone Rome. Tony Romo? That's correct! Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
tell you how close it was. It was Romo, 14 years. Danny White, 13 Danny White. years. Danny White. 13 years. Troy Aikman, 12 years. Oh. Roger Staubach, 11 years. Damn. And it would have been Staubach, but he had to serve in the Navy. Remember, he oh, went no. to the U.S. Oh. Naval Academy, so I he didn't come to the NFL that. immediately after winning the Heisman. Not. All right. Not an e I do not think that was an easy one, but you got, got it right. All right. So he got that right. Now let's play a game of right <laughs> or wrong. Dominique. Uh, coming right back to you. If I said the Eagles are making a mistake bringing back Nick Sirianni, is that right or wrong? I think it's wrong. I think there's something to be said for continuity. It's not time to panic. I understand people who think that you can upgrade at that situ at that position, but players have bad seasons. Coaches have bad seasons. I think giving Nick Sirianni the power to make the decisions on his staff would be a wise move, and then you can have reason to move on from if it doesn't work. But right now, it feels like he doesn't have that, and there's no reason to pin this season completely on him. Swagoo, I'm coming to you next. If I said Jim Harbaugh would make the Chargers immediate Super Bowl contenders, is that right or wrong? That's right. Um, I think Jim Harbaugh has proven not only does he build franchises, he gets the most out of the quarterbacks that he plays with. We all think Justin Herbert has a phenomenal uh, talent, skill set. You think that Jim Harbaugh will be able to bring that out of him. And this team has really good players on it. Now, they got to make some moves and figure some things out, but I think he would. And then finally, Jeff, if I said the Cowboys should give Dak Prescott a monster contract extension this offseason, would that be right or wrong? It's absolutely right. However, I'm gonna make a little. I'm gonna make a little plea here. Dak, come to the Falcons. I live in Atlanta. I would love to see you embrace embrace the Falcons. We, you could live on a lake up near me. We go fish. We can hunt. We can hang. Hey man, we will have a. You got you got a plethora of weapons. We will lead, the team will be laid out for you. Cost of living is much better than where you live, and oh, Arthur Blank will back you big Lord, time. I promise you that. Come on, Dak. Come yeah, on, uh, that, boy, what a sales pitch that <laughs> was. Yeah, yeah. Come to Atlanta, fish and hunt with Jeff Saturday. <laughs> all right, anyway, we got all of that. I want to then get into this. We talked about Debo Samuel earlier. I, I don't know that there's enough attention being paid to this. The difference mm. between the San Francisco 49ers when they do have Debo Samuel on the field versus when they don't is enormous. Look at the difference in the run game. Look at the yep. difference in the QBR of the quarterback. So the injury report on Debo Samuel is something to keep a very close eye on all week long. And so is the quarterback himself. We've talked about Dak Prescott being a polarizing person. We've talked about Josh Allen being a polarizing person. Let's get into that to um, Brock Purdy. In the span of about four weeks, I one time asked on this show, is Brock Purdy a sure thing to win the league MVP? And then a few weeks later, I asked on this show, is Brock Purdy the weak link on the San Francisco yep. 49ers? Those two things both happened in about a four-week span. So, Swagoo, I'm asking you the question. Which one is closer to being a reasonable way of assessing Brock Purdy? That he is a borderline league MVP caliber player or that he's someone that ultimately the 49ers are going to have to figure out a way to get better then? He's somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in the middle. And I think the, the, the problem is Brock Purdy has played really good this year. If you watch football, you've yeah. seen that Brock Purdy plays really good. But I've said this before on this show, G. Brock Purdy is a victim of the circumstance that he's ended up in. We've seen San Francisco reach high levels with a quarterback that nobody thought was elite. 
that never was in the MVP conversation with Jimmy Garoppolo. This was always about Kyle Shanahan. Does he lift them and make this team better? Yes, from a quarterback perspective based on what we've seen prior to. But we just showed a graphic of how important Debo Samuel is to this team. We know that Christian McCaffrey plays for the team. Brock Purdy got up on the podium and said Christian McCaffrey should be the MVP. Mm -hmm. Being a great teammate, but he wasn't lying. Christian McCaffrey was squarely in that conversation if it wasn't a quarterback award. So listen, Brock Purdy has made the San Francisco 49ers better than the than the quarterbacks that they've had previously. Mm -hmm. But Brock Purdy has he's a he's a victim of his own circumstance. Hmm. Kyle Shanahan considered the best play caller. We've seen this team in NFC championships. We've seen them go to a Super Bowl with a middle tier quarterback. That's why this conversation is difficult when it comes to Brock Purdy. It's an interesting choice of words. He says he's a victim of his circumstance. Yeah. Some might say he's a product of his circumstance. And I, I don't agree with that. My, I just, my question is, are we judging QBs on moments? Are we judging them on wins and losses? Are we judging them on playoff appearances and playoff wins? Just tell me what the standard is so we can judge all these quarterbacks the same. Because when you look at Brock Purdy, this is a guy who extends plays. This is a guy who is accurate. This is a guy who we talk about, oh, no, Debo Samuel. Now Brock Purdy makes mistakes. Listen. Whenever you don't have that guy on the field, it gets tougher. Like, you look at A.J. Brown. Part of why A.J. Brown is, is, was as dominant as he was is because they have Devontae Smith. Like, mm -hmm. you, we praise Howie Roseman for giving Jalen Hurts these weapons. We praise Brandon Bean for giving Josh Allen a number one wide receiver. We pray like we like this is the problem. The like, difference between him and Jalen Hurts is the extra dynamic that Jalen Hurts adds to the game. And I think this makes it difficult for people to wrap their head around Brock Purdy being some top tier quarterback is because what he does does not seem like anything that we haven't seen. And on occasion, sometimes he does do a little more than what you expect from him. But I think the fair comparison for him is somebody like Russell Wilson or Dak Prescott. And I think he's early in his career. They got dropped in good situations mm -hmm. and then they got better as they've right. gone along. Brock Purdy is not there yet. And Dak and Russell weren't early in their careers either. So I think it's, it's tough when the quarterbacks that are left are Patrick Mahomes and Lamar course. Jackson. Then we have to be honest and say Brock Purdy ain't them. But given where he is and given what's around him, I think he can grow into that. Yes. And we have to also acknowledge that the fact that he was the last pick in the draft, if Trey Lance was putting up numbers like this, yes. we'd be losing if our damn a, mind. Even if he's a second-round pick, the conversation would be different. I think the questions are not the right questions. Questions. This kid does not have to be Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't have to be Lamar Jackson. Right. There's a reason that there are elite and special but, and different but, guys. Kimberly, I'm sorry to cut you off, but when, when as you cut me off, when they're in the oh yeah, and I apologize for it, so it makes it okay. When there <laughs> when there are when he is in the MVP conversation. He's going to get compared to MVP level players, and then that's when it gets uncomfortable because are, we're like, are we looking at the player? Saying. Are we looking at the numbers? Okay. Are right. we looking at the stats? Okay, yeah. What? So if we go look at the stats, he's a top five in every major that's category all from a per attempt. Okay. All so, of it. so everything, right? Accuracy, QBR, all those things. Yeah. But let, let's just make sure we frame it correctly. Then was Debo Samuel on the field at the end of this last drive when they had to go up and beat the Packers? That's all I want. He to wasn't know. right. Brock Purdy made plays six to seven. I think the other one's a drop, right? So in the biggest, we talk about moments. Moments. Biggest moments. Go to the NFC Championship game. The quarterback doesn't have to do anything because he's got all these players around him. Well, guess what? He did have to do something. And he did exactly what he had to do to put them in the NFC Championship again. Because last year, he did the same thing. And it was not the same. So, as you're looking at this guy, did he get, get dropped into a good situation? Absolutely. Yeah. Roethlisberger, Prescott, Wilson, a lot of dudes. But if you're looking at what Brock Purdy has been asked to do, 
and what he is doing. He is exceeding expectations. Right. And this is 100% right. based on the You're draft. You're exactly right. It's what he's being asked to do. And right. that's where it gets uncomfortable because other players are being asked to do more. While their numbers don't always match up to his, when you watch the games, you're like, all right. You're not. You're asking him to do a little less than you're asking of Lamar Jackson. Well, yeah. So, so let me ask you this. That's fine. So if we have this conversation. Real quick. This is my problem with that. Go. So was Tom Brady asked to do less than Lamar Jackson? Absolutely. Okay. Early in his career. So so Tom Brady would never be as great as that's not the way. Because it is. I'm out of time. I I hate to do it, but Stephen A is going to start talking whether we're finished or not. (laughs) Would you rather have Patrick or Lamar? It's going to be Stephen A and Molly and Mad Dog and everybody. All right, college hoops tonight. Two of the top teams in the SEC. We got Auburn. We got Alabama. 7.30 Eastern on ESPN and the app. To wrap it up today, Kmart. Should we go out for a little dinner tonight? Uh, oh, you and yes. Me? I, mean, I would so love calm. a little teammate yeah, dinner. Yeah, we got – no, no. We had a team dinner last night that the whole team didn't get yeah, invited yeah, to. Y'all don't even know. We're like the Dallas Cowboys. We got y'all more drama. Y'all don't even know about the hot spots. I ain't going to know where you guys are going with Eating Jeff. Eating at 545. You should see what my mother's saying about you on Facebook now. <laughs> First take starts now. Mama. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.